0: If you are one of those people that is, uh, has a uh, small claims court trial case coming up, um, this might um, interest you. Ontario's government is increasing the claim limit for small claims court to make it up just faster for you and more affordable. George uh, Brown joins us right now, the president of the Ontario Paralegal Association, not the college. Welcome to the show, George. Well, thank you very much for uh, having me. All right, so let's talk about uh, what the need was that necessitated increasing the maximum claim that you can file in small claims court uh, to $35,000
1: well um in the past uh, uh any claims over 25,000 would have to go to superior court uh and the superior court is is pretty bogged down with uh cases under the simplified rules and uh uh small claims court being uh you know handling the highest amount of court of claims and doing so in a in a very efficient way uh, was capable of handling more, and I believe the government saw that and decided to ease the uh, the overload on the superior court and pass some of that work onto the uh, the small claims court.
0: So previously, if your uh, claim was uh, beyond above the maximum, which was twenty five thousand, you had to take that to superior court, and that is one of the busiest courts in the land, right? Can uh, yeah. you'll have to get a lawyer, and that's one of the the things, the bonuses here for that people are uh, saying would be um, something that would look favorably upon this this change to increase the maximum claim filed to uh, thirty five thousand dollars is that you wouldn't have to hire an expensive lawyer anymore. Give us more details on that.
1: Well, um, uh, paralegals operate in, in small claim, small claims court, and I've been operating in small claims court for over uh, thirty years, and. Um, they know the, uh, the terrain of the court, and um, our members take things through the court very fast because we take on many of these claims. And so Ontarians will benefit from this, uh, this, this fast-paced uh, litigation. And um, I, I think this is a great thing for Ontario, and uh, congratulations, Ontario.
0: All right, and the minimum amount of a claim uh, that may be appealed to divisional court will also increase
1: will increase from 25 to 35, um, uh, and uh, that's just part of it. There's uh, 10 percent. The the claim had to be 10 percent, and so because it's increased to 35, 10 percent of that would be, uh, the new amount would be, new threshold would be 35.
0: Okay, so uh, with the increased amount, that means fewer uh, cases are going to be going before a superior court justice. That means that those criminal Uh, cases and family cases will be sped up as well?
1: Possibly, yes. I I think it it will assist in in many different ways. Um, uh, In in addition to that, any matters that are before the Superior Court that are within the Small Claims Court jurisdiction of 35,000, those litigants can apply to have the case transferred to Small Claims Court to take it onto the fast track. Um, and I think that's a good thing as well. Uh, I should say that uh, we, we've been meeting with the uh, attorney general's office and uh, um, I, I don't believe we've, we've met with uh, a, a government that, that has been so committed to access to justice. And um, I think they've done a great job and uh, we look forward to continuing to work with them.
0: Not a bad day for paralegals. You're going to get more, more business, no?
1: Not a bad day for our for our members, exactly.
0: All right. Well, I thank your ta- I thank you for your time today, George. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Cheers. Going to um, turn our attention here to uh, John Pincus, who's a lawyer at Sam Fears, to Mark, and he's got some concerns uh, regarding this change that the government is making, increasing the limit for small claims court uh, beginning January 1st, 2020, to $35,000 from 25000 Good to have you on the show again, John. Thanks for making time for us. My pleasure. So what's your concern?
2: so i think my concern is that is basically how this is going to be rolled out um you know the first thing that uh, i should say is that there are a lot of really really good paralegals in this province i think we actually need more of them uh and they are uh, they perform an essential service uh, for people with smaller claims so to the extent that this Uh, encourages more people to be paralegals, to the extension this encourages more people to use paralegals. Uh, I think that's a positive thing.
0: Can I just stop Uh, you for a sec, John? What's the difference for someone that has never had to secure, you know, they have a lawyer that's uh, figured out their will, but they've never had to go to court. What's the difference between a uh, paralegal and a lawyer?
2: Well, it's a different licensing process. It's, It's a different uh, it's a it's a slight slightly different profession. Uh, there are differences in what paralegals versus lawyers can do. A paralegal cannot appear in the superior court. Uh, paralegals typically charge a lower rate. Uh, typically, can offer uh, more affordable services to people with smaller claims. So they are um, they are a very valuable resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are firms uh, such as ours that have both lawyers and paralegals. And so when we get a matter. Uh, that we know is going to be uh, more appropriate for the small claims jurisdiction, or we know it's just not going to be—we we can't justify the fees uh, of a lawyer. Uh, then we'll pass it off to paralegals, and and they do a fantastic job. Um, so it's it's really just a matter of um, when you have a case that is an appropriately lower amount. Uh, sometimes it's just not appropriate for a lawyer to handle that, and sometimes it has—it should really should be going to a paralegal. So for cases that are worth ten thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars i think that those uh, have been consistently appropriate for a a paralegal and i suppose now uh, matters that realistically are worth uh, thirty to thirty five thousand will also uh, potentially go to paralegals though i suspect that many of those cases will still be handled uh, by lawyers um, because uh, that's just sort of the way that things have. I think it'll be probably a slower transition. Um, And some of those cases that are worth more than $25,000 may require um, just may require the services of a lawyer still. Um, But I I think the issue here is that this idea that we're going to move cases from one court to another court, and somehow that's going to solve the problem. I mean, if this government- And what is the
0: problem? What's the major problem, do you think?
2: Well, the major problem
0: is... Is it speed?
2: We... Yes. I mean, I, I can tell you from experience, the small claims court is not a fast process at all. Um, not only does it take a, a long time to get to a trial, but often what, what can happen is there will be two, three trials booked for the same day. And so you, you'll you show up preparing to get your case heard, and you'll be bumped three, four months uh, in the future, and sometimes you'll have your case split up. But you know, You'll know, you have one day of the trial in January, another day in March, another day in June, and it can take years uh, for these things to get through the small claims process as opposed to Superior Court, which is tremendously faster. Uh, so now that, that could change, uh, but the way that that's going to change is by hiring more deputy judges and by giving more funding to the small claims court. But if they don't do that, the problem is not going to get better. It's going to get worse.
0: Because you're going to have more people going to small claims court.
2: Exactly. You're, you're, you're going to have more people going to small claims court, which, again, could be a good thing if it's handled properly. But I haven't heard anything about increased funding for the small claims court. And I, I think that Ontarians should be listening very carefully, in the question that should be asked uh, to this government is okay great you're expanding how many cases are going into the small claims court system but given how much difficulty the small claims court system already has in handling the cases that it has before it what are you going to do to make that easier what funding are you going to give how many more deputy judges are you going to hire what new processes are you going to introduce to allow things to pro- uh, to proceed in a more efficient manner because we already have a problem and if this isn't uh, executed properly we could make that much worse
0: so it's basically a headline without the house yeah I, I think
2: for for I think for the government to pat themselves on the back for saying we've increased the jurisdiction uh, that that is a very uh, I think it's very self-serving uh, without an increase in funding. If they increase the jurisdiction with an increase in funding, that's a good thing. That's but, something that I think the government could
0: be. What are the odds of that, that, John? because this is a government that is all about uh, saying we're going to find efficiencies, we're going to make cuts. I mean, e- even though they say they're they're funding, you know, the school system more than they ever have, uh, without you would think if they were going to add additional funds to uh, small claims uh, the system, then they'd be announcing it and ringing the bell.
2: Well, exactly, and 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 therein lies my concern. You know, when I hear things like this, government has been committed to access to justice. Uh, but we see that there have been that the only uh, actual funding change they've made is a cut, uh, the cut to legal aid, uh, which is a critical resource uh, for people um, who who need access to justice. Um, I, I think that's really hard to give this government credit for that uh, because. There's there's been no money put into the system, and the reality is is that yes, there are things that you can do that don't cost money, uh, which would include expanding mandatory mediation, which they have, which I haven't seen either. Um, okay, let me.
0: Yeah, let me ask you this, because I'm just uh, thinking about it now. John, what if uh, you do have that backlog, and this doesn't actually work the way the government is outlining, you know, the increasing the maximum small claims court limit to $35,000 from 25, that might uh, create a backlog in that system? Okay, there's a worst case scenario for you. Are we going to see people going to their lawyers and saying, "Yeah, I would take this as small claims, but it is going to take a long time and I'd really like to take this to fruition. So, is there any way you could elevate the claim so now or the the claim so now we can be in uh the other uh court system?
2: In superior court? Yeah. Yes, well there there are consequences to doing that if you bring a case that should have been in one court and you bring it into another court. I think that you probably will see some of that. I think we, we we already have seen many cases under 25,000 brought to Superior Court and I don't think that's going to change. Um, and so I think you will see some of that. Um, but what, what's what's going to happen is, I mean, there's undoubtedly going to be an increase in volume in, in the small claims court. I think notwithstanding the fact that some people will still be stubborn and stick with Superior Court, there are disincentives to people bringing it on the wrong jurisdiction. So it it will force more people uh, to be in small claims.
0: This could hurt the little guy in the long run. I think, I mean, I think so.
2: Look, there, there is a right and a wrong way to do this. Um, This is not to say that increasing the jurisdiction um, is the wrong thing to do. Uh, Having more access to paralegals is a, is a very good thing. Like I said, I think having more paralegals in the province would be a very good thing, but just, Stuffing cases from one court to another without any corresponding increase in funding and expecting that to solve the problem, I think is delusional.
0: John, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. John Pincus is a lawyer at Samfiro Tamarkin and a uh, friend of the show. Interesting stuff. So it sounds really great on paper and it sounds great if you're paralegal because, sure, you got more business, uh, but it might create an even bigger backlog if there isn't funding. And that's all John's pointing out. Let's make sure we start funding the uh, small claims courts as well.